Yeah. This is amazing. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. Get it all over your your rug here. Oh, cool. You're recording. Yeah, I good. figured you getting dog poop on my rug should be recorded. <laughs> I don't have dog poop, though. Off. We're good. We're good. We're all in the clear. Okay. Thank God. Good morning, credit store. Why is that your intro? Because I wanted to for? do the most Michael Scott thing I could possibly do, and I thought that was a good one. You, you, you are one of the most Michael Scott people <laughs> I've ever met. I take that as a compliment. I know it's not meant to be one, but... He is a very cool guy. Cool boss. You're also a little bit of Dwight, too. <laughs> I think I can get a little maybe Jim in there, too, every once in a while when my hair was longer. A mix of all three. I don't know about that. All right. Fair enough. Why don't you, why don't you just welcome everybody to the podcast? Welcome, everybody, to Credit Score. This is the podcast that gives credits the credit they're due. I'm Max Miller. I'm Gary Dudak. And today we have a very special guest with us. To yes, do, indeed. Yeah. Uh, her name is Jess McKenna. She is from Off Book, the improvised music- musical podcast. I mess it up every time yeah, I try to say it. Off Book, the improvised <laughs> musical podcast. We had your counterpart on a few weeks ago, and I couldn't get it right then either. Yeah. Zach Reno was here a few weeks ago. Now we have Jess. Jess, thank you so much for coming to join us. Hey, thanks for having me. You hey. know, it's okay. You got Zach Reno right, which is way is way harder. Yes, so. yes. Props, props to that. We we we, uh, we met early that morning and practiced for a half hour before Zach showed up. <laughs> Reno like the sure. city. Reno yeah, like the yeah, city. Yeah. Ignore that eye. Yeah. Ignore it. <laughs> just get it out of there. Yeah, your your name's a lot easier. It's just pretty much as, exactly as it's spelled. So thank you for that. Hey, no problem. Th- and thanks to your parents or yeah, whoever whoever. I do, what I, yeah. I do what I can. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I do actually. I really like my name for um, sort of dorky reasons, which is like Jessica and McKenna both have seven letters. Mm. They both end in a. They both have double consonants. So it's a symmetry thing. Going yeah, on. I really like the symmetry of my. I, when I got married, I was like pretty sure I wasn't going to take my husband's last name, but there were. I was just like, hey, if you don't care at all, this is sort of a done deal. Because <laughs> mine, and he was like, I, I don't care. I was like, okay, cool. Because um, there's a lot of great symmetry. In yeah. Name. And the syllables too, right? Did you say that already? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. Three yeah. syllables. So do you not prefer Jess specifically because of the syllables? No, I also love Jess. But okay. I, for a long time, didn't think of my name as Jess McKenna. Just like, oh, when only referring to me by my first name, people call me Jess. Got it. But I've really become a Jess McKenna in the world. I think because Zach and Jess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm also cool with that. And people are just totally down with like shortening everything these days too. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's been for years now. But yeah. We're we're just we're trying we're, to talk as as fast as as and efficiently as possible. Yeah. <laughs> call me Dare from now on. Actually, I don't want to be Dairy. I'm officially dropping the Y. Whoa. Max and Dare starting from I'm now just gonna on. Call you G. All right, Let's even better. As, even better. You know what? I'm just not going to call you. <laughs> That'd be more 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 normal there, I guess. <laughs> uh, thank you for having us, Jess. And this is uh, she's this, having us. Uh, what did I say? Thank you for having. <laughs> thank you for coming. You are Michael Scott. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us is what I meant to say. You're so welcome. Thank you for coming to my uh, lovely apartment <laughs> in Santa Monica. <laughs> this is beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it's really well appointed. I have a great dog. It looks your just, dog, it looks dog just dog like biscuit. Max's. Yeah. <laughs> your dog Biscuit is here, passed out on the floor. Yeah, yeah Biscuit boy. I can't believe you have a Biscuit just like Max. This is all very strange. <laughs> very strange. Weird. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to take your last name if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got a lot of great symmetry. And now yours will be alliterative. So that's that's good. Perfect. Oh, yes. Max McKenna. It's perfect. It is very good. McKenna to the <laughs> what we're doing today was actually uh was it pitched by jess or was it pitched by you and you pushed it on jess i actually don't know the story here i forced it upon okay, her i said <laughs> you have no choice in this matter you come here and you yeah. will do what you we have say to, yeah. yeah um it's a very dwight shrewd of me yeah. um it would be funny if we weren't doing the office and we're just like commenting <laughs> just all doing the characters things yeah yeah gary's wearing a regional manager yeah. shirt we're actually and- doing hawaii 5 oh yeah i am i'm re- i'm doing my uh, or i'm wearing my regional manager shirt and i also brought my uh my daughter's onesie, just to have the total vibe that says assistant to the regional manager. I, I believe she wore it one time. Hold those up. Before she Hold outgrew up. it. So Let's see. It was a Father's Day gift. Aw, yeah. it's such a tragedy of the onesie. Yeah, oh, right? With, bi- oh, with yeah. Biscuit in there sniffing, it's great. Here, biscuit. <laughs> Cute. All right, for the No, so the Instagram. Um, I sent Jess a long list of all of these credit options. We had movie we, options, yeah, we yeah. had TV show options, mm-hmm. and said, you can have your pick. You don't even have to stick to this list if you don't want to. Right. But The Office was on there. And Thank I God. Think she and I shortlisted. Back. I think I gave you like three back. Yeah. And so it was this. Friday Night Lights. Which, right. Which Max wanted all for himself. Yeah. I kind, of, like, I kind of coveted that when you sent that, and we did that a couple weeks ago. I understand. <laughs> and now that I see some Texas paraphernalia, I feel like that really feels right. Yeah. That's well, from my girlfriend, girlfriend. Skylar is from Texas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they watched the show together. I could barely get a word in on that podcast. Max was just Texas all about forever. it. Yeah. He was. He loves Friday Night Lights. Me, yeah. That show is so good. Do you yeah. want to just do that instead? We yeah, can do it. probably. <laughs> part, part, part two. Part two of the addendum. <laughs> yeah. Let's do an addendum for that. Oh, uh, those. Then, and that credit song is so beautiful. I can't remember what my third one was. Um, but uh, it was Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, yeah, which it would have been a lot of fun. We might save that one for down the road too, so you can come back. Those are very that. silly. Yeah, well, and those are that's like a real meta episode because those credits are a commentary on credits openings exactly. from True. the '90s. So there's exactly. a real sort of like snake eating its tail, just as a teaser, yeah. listeners. When you get to the Bachelor in Paradise episode, it's it's common now. There's a lot sure. of dynamic conversation around that. <laughs> um, but yes, The Office is a great opening credits so yeah. i was happy to happy to take it yeah I'm, honored i'm very glad that you guys settled on this because this is one of my all-time faves yeah um when i mean i watched it when it was on i think it premiered when i was a senior in college and i remember watching with my buddies because that was before dvr and tivo and all that stuff so we were just happening to like watch nbc that night yeah and it, when it first came on we were kind of like what the hell is going on with this show and then i remember the the jello scene with this you know dwight stapler and the jello and we we're like this, this is fantastic. Yeah, I I can't remember. I think the way that the TV worked in my college dorms was so wild. Like it was a very very janky browser window that you had to have an Ethernet cord for. <laughs> and I remember like if you weren't you know there when it was on, you, you missed it. Yeah. So I did a lot of like just buying singular episodes on iTunes <laughs> if I missed them or trying to illegally find maybe a lime, little LimeWire or a tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, those days. Oh, those days. <laughs> Good times. No, I love this is one of my all time favorite shows too. And uh, I'm assuming Max, you're a big fan of this as well. We've we've talked about the show many times. Yeah, I am too. I can't remember if I started watching it. I, I feel like when it started getting kind of word of mouth, mm-hmm. I, I jumped on board. But it's one of those shows. 
my girlfriend Sky and I watch it honestly every single night, if not every other night. Like it's like the last thing we put on before it's time to go to sleep. We just like it kind of puts us in a good mood. Yeah, the it's one of the most rewatchable shows. Totally, I never get sick of it. And you don't skip the intro either. Uh, if you're watching on Netflix, you do right. not skip the intro. Yeah, and it's How very never skipping the intro to Great British Bake Off. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you offer that? Or Friday Night Lights, or or, or Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, these yeah. are all great openings, and they set the milieu. You know, yeah, you can't skip that. Yeah, this is. Um, I was actually just rewatching it this morning a little bit, and when I saw the skip intro button come on, I got mad. I was like, No, you do not do that. Um, but my wife and I used to. We had a baby a year and a half ago about and the early days when it was just like you're up all the time and you don't it was just constantly on for us yeah. either on Netflix or on Comedy Central one of the one or the other and it was just just so good. It's, it's yeah, it's so it's good. a blanket. Yeah, exactly. It's a comfort blanket. Totally. And you That's get so- and, and you can pop in at any old time. And be like, just get the most hilarious laughs and then pick up the story later or whatever. But, Any episode, yeah. yeah. I wrote a paper in college about the episode Money. Do you remember which that one episode? Was, which one was that? It's where like Michael Scott is trying to convince the documentary crew that he just loves sales and that's why he's working at the call center. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your paper on? Just the uh, Oh gosh, the I feel like the the title is sort of like self self-referential humor in a post 9/11 world. <laughs> Why our fear makes us make the joke about ourselves first, or Let's something just like. Do a, a plus. Plus. Can yeah. plus do a live reading a of live that reading, right now. Yeah. yeah, just take turns reading. Through it was that about. Paper. I tried to posit that the rise in awkward humor was because of our like fear that was like heightened by okay. living in like a terrorist world. I could see it. Did your teacher buy how, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you make the. Uh, exactly, I feel like when right. you're an undergrad, Persuasive, as long as you yeah. write it well, they're like, okay. Yep. I don't care if this idea <laughs> has merit. You just like you had a thesis. You made some quotes. You knew how to do it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I feel like maybe not. Maybe I, other people who were like studying not theater had were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no. It's just, it just laughs, it, man. It's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Everything I wrote had to be extremely substantive. That was not my experience. That paper was for my class, The Rise of the Rock Musical. I don't know why. Wow. Was, no, no, that's not true. Oof, sorry, that was that paper was for performing the fifties. Oh, okay, of course. And then we had to write our final about what would be like in the syllabus for performing the two thousand ten, the two thousands. I, I want to hear more about the rise of the rock musical. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good class. Yeah. That at the end, we had to like pitch either a concept album or an album turning into a musical or like something like you know you had to pitch a show that was some version of the process of a rock musical and mine was um the decemberous crane wife <laughs> yeah oh fun oh i'm doing i'm just in a bunch of uh, podcast spinoff ideas here yeah welcome to my podcast my college paper where we revisit papers we wrote in college <laughs> that's actually really good yeah i have a lot a, of good ones you can have to, you I, can have that g, g that's for okay, you i'll take it <laughs> Yeah, you know, I want to go by G Money now. Actually, I'm gonna, mm, I'm gonna. That's go, longer G, than yeah. Gary. I know, I know. It doesn't make any sense, but that's what I want to do. All right. So, I mean, Max, from here on out, G Money, please. I refuse to call <laughs> you G Money. Very fair. All right, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, shall we get into? Well, these? I just want to say one thing about. I have not watched the entire series. What? I know. It's it's crazy. Did you quit when Michael Scott, when not, Steve Carell not, left? Not when he left, but shortly after. And even on my rewatches, I kind of stopped there. Yeah. Mm. But I am listening 
on a weekly basis to the Office Ladies uh-huh. podcast, and I'm going to go the whole way through this time with, oh, that's with fun. them. That's with them fun. as my guide, yeah. I'm going to get through it. But yes, yeah, I mean, I, I never finished the show in its entirety. People will say that, you know, seasons eight and nine were not as good, blah, 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 which, you know, whatever. But it does still finish strong. And, you know, it's still worth it. You're still going to enjoy it for the for some of the stories. So, yeah, so, I, I agree. So stop being an idiot and just finish watching. You Did know, you censor yourself. <laughs> You did actually. Cuss on this thing, I, I know, right? but sometimes I just like when I when I have guests. I, You're going full Dwight, and it, it's very... not even it's not even just so much. It's that my daughter is getting older, and she's like a sponge now. So she started saying like "bless you" when you sneeze. So if she's picking that up, and I mean it's more like a "bless you." She doesn't really say it that well. She's not that smart, but uh, <laughs> but I don't want to start cussing and and have her start you know doing those. So I I'm going to come over and just just, just let cuss the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. until she picks it up like a parrot. I'm certain she said shit one day, but it might have been shoe. I, I I don't know. It was pretty close. At but... least you're in that great wiggle room area where you're like, I don't think she said it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. It was shoes. It was <laughs> no. shoes. What about when she just clearly said F U C K? No, 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 no. That was she was talking to one of her friends, Frank. Her little <laughs> it was her buddy Frank's Frank. Frank's got but... a real potty mouth. <laughs> But uh, anyway, stop being an idiot and finish The Office, all right? Yeah, I, I will. All right, um, good. But we should get into these credits. Yes. There's a lot to kind of like dive into. Fantastic credits. One more thing before we get started, guys. I've got a little uh, gift for the both of you. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it's a little a little something. I got everyone Office-themed socks. Wow. Gary, this one with Dwight <laughs> on it that says false is for you uh, because you, very you much. are Dwight and the bane of my existence. <laughs> Jess, I got you this one of Kevin uh, spilling his chili. Nice. It turns into the socks, the chili. Oh that's my God, amazing. That's awesome. What a sweet gift. I've actually seen these socks and coveted them. Yes. So <laughs> thank you and so I am, much. I am sporting a pair myself. Yes. They're, uh, <laughs> Michael uh, with the, uh, oh, yeah. the, the convict tough. Mike. Yeah. Convict is, Mike. And yeah, I yeah. never got caught neither on them. <laughs> Those are great. Those are amazing. Was it Convict Mike or Prison Mike? Prison Mike. Prison, Prison Mike. Mike. Yeah, Prison yeah, yeah. Mike. The, the episode was the Convict. That's right. Prison and, Mike. Yeah. All right. So the credits we're going to go through are from season three. Uh, we'll talk about some of the changes over the seasons. Most of it stays pretty yeah. close. The music always stays the same. I mean, for anyone who's seen it, yeah, the music stays the same. The length of the credits is maybe, give or take, I don't know, 10 to five, five to 10 seconds, mm-hmm. give or take. And, uh, the first two seasons were, if you think about it, Steve Carell looked a little bit younger and like his hair was different. It's yeah. weird. He had like a weird like hair plugs thing. Yeah, going yeah. On he on. almost looked older in seasons one or two than he looked from seasons th- three to six or whatever. I think they were trying to play up like making him less attractive yeah. and they gave him a slick back that exactly. made it look like, and yeah. And then they're like, oh no, just let him part. His yeah, hair. like a little more sleazy too, yeah. and almost like right. Uh, they were trying to make him more like David Brent from the British version. Totally, like he was right. to, And then I think I think they learned that Steve Carell's a little more lovable, and they wanted the character so to be more lovable, deeply lovable. Yeah. yeah, he is just like perfect. Yeah, I think in this that. Role. Uh, well, I I've only listened to the Office Ladies episode about the pilot, mm-hmm. but I think like they, I think American audiences just like stories with heart more than British audiences. British, British yeah. audi- audiences will embrace a little bit more like, I don't know, this can be bleak. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since it's only going to be 12 episodes, you know, like, yeah. so there's a lot less, uh, you don't have to have that longevity. Um, and I think they, well, they had given the advice like, oh, Jim and Pam are going to be, make sure you like keep them as like more of the heart of the show. But I think it's also like Michael Scott is a million times more lovable than David Brent. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that's a huge and like you part said, of that is because it's Steve Carell, not Ricky Gervais. It's, right, right. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> Um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but 
It was something to do with the British office, and now I just completely forgot. So, do they have accents? Is that what you were going to say? No, I was oh, not okay. going to do an accent, but they do have accents, though. I'm sure. Sure. All right. So, for those of you that are new and listening to the first for the first time, we stop and go really quick all the time. We no, stop and I'm go turning, a lot. I'm turning to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to listen to these full credits. It's we're just dissecting them. Yeah. If you want to listen to the full credits. You watch can look it tonight. Them up. Yeah. Watch it tonight before bed. It's yeah. a great it's a great security blanket. What a lullaby. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Um, and like you said, we're starting on season three here. I think these credits pretty much remain the same all the way till season six, mm-hmm. as far as the visuals and the and the music and the everything. And then it there's a slight change in seven. We can talk more about that later. But right. this was the the meat of the show here. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. That was good. Because was good. we have so many things to go through already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say the trivia that I feel like everyone knows, but those shots were filmed by John Krasinski? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's right. That's a big, yeah. Uh, he apparently went out to Scranton, Pennsylvania after learning he, he got the, the role. job yeah. with some friends. And he shot those, yeah, those first few, few shots on his camera. Yeah. Um, I feel like, are they on even like a phone? No, I think they're on a camera, camera? right? It feels that like it's a camera. That would make sense, but it's like 2003. Yeah. It was it was oh five when it premiered, so you're probably right. You probably did it like a year or two 04, before. Yeah. 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 And I don't think the iPhone came out to what, oh seven? That something? sounds right. And or yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So it was probably yeah, it was probably a digital camera, camera that he was just It's great. Yeah. It said he was shooting them out of a roof of a Jeep. That okay. Was, I did some very uh hardcore uh Research. You went, yeah, you went. You Hell went back yeah. to. You yeah. went back. Do you guys the want day. the license plate number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was he with? The VIN number. What, for what, what, <laughs> what friends were he with? Um, yeah, it, it, it fits perfectly with the opening. It's like it's got that little bit of uh, connection to the city, small town. You get the feeling of kind of like the cold, yeah, winter, but happy. You know. So I also feel like n- not to do this uh, incessantly, but I feel like my memory of the British credits are a lot drearier. Yep. Yeah. Like the imagery is a lot more like you are stuck in this, in this in a parking office. Lot, yeah. yeah. In this box. And these are, I mean, we're not there yet, but about it's about to kick into like seeing all of our dear friends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. At Dunder Mifflin, our, right. our pals. And there's something to be said too about how the, set, the town, even though it's a cold day, it's like bright blue sky and yeah. everything looks really fun. It's like kind of like a fast trip through the town, not like anything. Well, and obviously the music plays a huge part too, but. It's very fun. It's very uplifting and jovial already. Yeah, and that's thanks to the the piano that comes in to start it off. Yeah, the theme was written by Jay Ferguson, mm-hmm. who also Jay Ferg. Yep, Jay. yeah, that's, Jay. That's, that's what we call uh-huh. each other. He calls me Jay Ferg too. <laughs> that's fun. It makes our texting really confusing. <laughs> Yeah, who are you talking to? Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> it's like if you ever text yourself. Do you ever do that? Or is that just me? I've never texted myself. No, I, oh. I email myself. I'm very lonely. You, oh, you, you do that? I've never what? done that either. Yeah, to make a note about something or like, uh, yeah. I'll, oh, not accidentally. Like, y- yeah, purposefully. Okay. Yeah. And you do that purposefully too? You text yourself like a note? Or yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then it repeats too. So you've got like two huh. bubbles of everything. Yeah. I've never done that. The email myself I've done. I've, or I'll just email. Yeah. But never text. Oh, try, try texting yourself. That's a good idea. On. That's yeah, a lot smarter than when I just text a random person and say that this is a note for later. It's yeah. like, my, like my grocery <laughs> list. Like, what the hell is this? I just got to pull this up later. I just want it in my outbox. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Jay Ferd wrote the theme, Jay Ferguson. Yeah. And I didn't know that until, you know, researching for this. But I looked him up and he was in a band back in the 70s or whatever called Spirit, I think. And then he had a solo song. 
uh, I think it was 78, called Thunder Island. Have you ever heard of Thunder Island? No. Well, Thunder Island is a... Sequel to Thunder Road. <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> I wish. It's, it's a very Yacht Rocky type song. Great. And the only reason I even know it is because there was a hilarious Family Guy episode about a year ago, maybe less than that, where Stewie lost his tricycle and it was like thrown, it was like taken to Garbage Island and they kept playing throughout the episode, they kept splicing in Thunder Island by Jay Ferguson, which I thought was just like a random one hand wonder, which it kind of is, but I uh, had no idea that he was like acclaimed for writing soundtracks and stuff. Wow. We should play a little bit of Thunder you Island. play a little Thunder yeah, Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a I little got bit. Some Thunder Island. All right, let's we can do a little, Thunder to a little Island. bit. Let's give us an idea who uh, Jay Ferguson, what he's all about. Nice. Ooh. For the listeners, he's sitting at an orange piano <laughs> yep. with a matching blazer. It's a great look. Yep. Yeah, and he's got a striped shirt, almost like a like a, a Picasso yeah, type or, like or a, a gondolier. Yes, there you go. Yep. That's and, exactly. And what he's it got is. like the wavy hair, uh, yeah. late seventies. Uh, what's what's the hair kind of look like? It's like it's like, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Bee Gees. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's a good vibe. Oop, he's got a stash. Oh, yeah. In the sun with your dress undone. Whoa. Now every mile away and every day cuts a little bit deep. Don't you want to be on a cruise ship right now? I do. I do. <laughs> and I think this would work for the office opening credits, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I also, this is not, this is not right, but uh, do you know, like, if you see an old-timey photo of, like, mill workers maybe this is a singular experience sometimes you see a really old photo of like mill workers and you're like i date any of those dudes today like i get no, there's, I'm with you like there's something about the, <laughs> yeah. there's something about a universal aesthetic that they've landed on this era of our of our humanity i do not have that experience <laughs> not to shame his look as i'm sure it was like hot at the time yeah but there's something about this like Shaggy long hair stash with the mustache. Yeah, that I'm like, I don't get it actually. I, I I see what you're saying. It's like mill workers, rugged, kind of handsome, gritty. This age, they're trying to transform into something else. I mean, it, the, mill workers is not, you know, it's also like give me like a, co- a college lacrosse team, t- you know, or a college <laughs> like football team before they had helmets. There's a lot. That, well, yeah. that, I guess that's also gritty. It yeah. doesn't have to be. There's just, I think it's just, I prefer a clean cut look is really all I'm saying. <laughs> and not Once the, there's so much hair, I'm like, I don't understand. Not the yacht rock. Get out of here, hippies. Yeah. Get out yeah. of here. Yeah, the hippies, the yacht rockers, no, no dice. Sorry, sorry, Jay Ferguson. Sorry, but, Jay Ferguson. Yeah. But still I'll pretty cool, him. though. Still pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. I like to think he still looks like this. I did not I look up too. a modern photo of him, but I'm hoping I mean, he this still was 78, like so... I do love when people do that, where they just settle into a look and then they never change. They're <laughs> like, like well, I'm sorry, man. I'm frozen. Do it. It's like Neil Young kind of, right? He's always kind of looked the same, just aged, but... Yeah. Yeah, right? Kind of Except had... getting... Yeah. Or like women in, in like the South who still have like a big like beehive. Perm, yeah. Yeah, some giant <laughs> yeah. hair. And you're like, yeah. You just locked it in. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure best. my grandma had the same hair for a long time. She's from Florida. Grandmas do that. Yeah. yeah. They like they a definitely, long, They definitely long. get set. There's like a certain age you hit and they're like, this that's is it. That's it from, from now yeah, My, that's my great aunt just turned 100 in November and wow. she still gets her hair done like every other week. And so, same, so that's same the, hairstyle? But it's just, a little just like a generic, like short, like cropped up older lady hair it doesn't sort of look like an era but she maintains it you know like blowout dye job like her hair still super on how many that's a secret to long life yeah how many hairstylists has she outlived gosh probably (laughs) all like so many yeah so so many it's across from like her little like her home area she doesn't i don't know it's like a a seniors living you know center and she can take a golf cart to it wow 
That's living. Yeah. yeah. That is living. I can't it's wait awesome. to be 100. It's going to be so, much, so awesome. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. Okay. It's going to be a little while. It's so far away. Like a long way to go. A hundred is so wild to think about. Yeah, yeah you could that's... probably say 90. You could at least cut off 10 or 20 years. She actively remembers World War II. Wow. Like, like was it late teen? You know, like. God, that's nuts. Yeah. That's oh. nuts to think about. Yeah. Will she be the next guest on our podcast? She's a hoot. You'd love, love to, have to have Roberta. She actually had a little fling with Jay Ferguson. She I think. did, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they would vibe. He was a young whippersnapper, and he just really <laughs> got her going. She did not share Jess's uh, dis- dislike of his look. She, no, she's she was all about it. it. Yeah. She loves a wild mane. <laughs> Anyways, that's Thunder Island. That's, uh, great. that's Jay Ferguson. He's also actually in the office. He is. He appears. He's in Kevin's band, Scranton. Scranton. Scrantonicity. Scrantonicity. Wow. He plays the right. guitar, I think. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. very fun. Yeah. So he wrote the theme song, but he did not perform the theme song. Yeah, he song. just wrote the demo, okay. the main, the main uh whatever, melody parts of it. Yeah. Um and and he's a pretty popular uh TV writer. I think he writes for like the, he wrote the theme for like NCIS Los Angeles. My favorite. He, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows <laughs> that one on top of it. I have here? no idea. Oh, Gary, don't sing. start, it gets stuck in my head every time. <laughs> Can't get it out. Okay, sing a little NCIS. I'm for thinking me. of uh, what's the other one with uh, David Caruso? That that's like the Who one, right? Is that, is that NCIS yeah, or no, is that? That's, oh, that's CSI. Yes. See, I can't even keep my. It's uh, just it's just CBS a bunch of letters. Shows. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, he did, and he he actually I saw that he worked on the uh, he didn't do the the theme, but he worked on like Tales from the Crypt, which is one that we did a long time ago. He was like worked on the score for that that show. So oh, I thought he was a puppeteer. That would have been exciting. No, no, no. All music, man. <laughs> Jayford, it's all about the music. But uh, he, like you said, he wrote it. But he didn't perform it because it was performed by a band, like a local band, I think, in Scranton, who became known as the Scrantones, who were on the Booze Cruise episode. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's all there's all sorts of like meta, whatever. They they intertwine a lot of the story of the theme song back into the show. So it's pretty cool. That's very cool. I'm glad. I'm happy for the Scrantones. The Scrantones are great. I love yeah, them. Yeah, I think I, I read, too, that they recorded it like a week before the show was supposed to air, too. Like, they didn't have the final version of this theme song. Yeah. And yeah, they just like rushed in, they recorded it, and it was like the thumbs up all around, let's do this thing. I think they had the Ferguson demo, and they had like four or five different versions of bands who had performed it. And Steve Carell said like one time on a talk show, I think it was like Conan or something, that he they all kind of had, the cast had a vote. And they like listened to the four different versions and they picked this one, the Scrantones version of it. Wow. So it was kind of like a cool, uh, I don't know, it's a cool connection to it for everybody. So that's very cool. And I actually never noticed until I was researching. So now we're actually looking at the opening shot of the, I guess it's a, a factory, like an old paper, an old paper mill. So this is, it starts with the pen and paper supply building, which is located on Pen and Vine okay. in Scranton. It's um, very, very cool. Yeah. So wait, what? It's a pen and paper supply company. Yes. Okay. So it is kind of like an old factory. Yeah. Okay. I, it's kind of interesting that that's uh, you know there's like a paper yeah. building in Scranton because that, did they uh, do they pick the city because of its strong history of pen and paper. So I have a note about Greg Daniels, the the creator who he chose Scranton because he saw Made in Scranton on the back of a greeting card. No shit. While he was <laughs> kind of adapting the show from the British version. Yeah. And he just said, oh, it sounds like paper comes from Scranton. Yeah. Let's, that's just, so great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look into the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, see if that's a good spot to, to And now that city show. is forever changed. Definitely. It is. They love it. Like, oh, yeah. they become like this hip city now. People go to visit, obviously, for, you know. Yeah. 
I can imagine. Like, this is a great show to be associated with. I would be, if I was like on the town council for Scranton, I'd be going so hard yeah. on making illusions, having festivals, having chili cook-offs, having Scranton bands play, you know. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what happened to Erie, Indiana, <laughs> yeah. actually. It's the total opposite. They just went downhill. Everyone's embarrassed of the show. Uh, well, I'm from Orange County, and when there were nine shows about Orange <laughs> County at once, we were, like, sort of horrified. Which one were you most proud of? None of them. I mean, like, I, also, we no one called it the OC, so I think that yeah. made us the most upset. We were like, nobody refers to it as the OC. It's just like- And now I, people do in a real way, and yeah. it's like, I can't believe it. It's it's No one really said Chi-Town either, like, for Chicago. Yeah. So that's, like, a recent thing, but it's like, no, it's Chi-Town. Everyone called, no, no one calls it Chi-Town. Shaw City. Yeah. Apparently, no. Apparently, people in San Francisco don't call it San Fran. I don't think either. they call it Frisco either. Or maybe, yeah, maybe that's the one. Yeah, I don't know, man. You yeah, you so can't you can't please all the locals. We though, had you know? we had the 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 OG Real Housewives is Orange County. Mm, that's right, and then the OC and then the MTV. Uh, Laguna Beach were all sort of like at the same oh, you're sure. within like two yeah. years of each other yeah. and they all make us look horrible <laughs> which eh, sort of but I mean like but not make, that horrible yeah they make us look like unilaterally horrible yeah. but I do like that Phantom Planet song oh that's, that's really good that part's yeah. a good song yeah, yeah I'm okay with that but California that yeah. one yeah, yeah it was also all filmed in like the Palisades so it's just yeah. like the OC ugh, already has like you know a complex of about Los Angeles, and then there's a show called The OC that's like filmed entirely in Los Angeles, <laughs> and they tell us we're called The OC, and we're just like, no, yeah, you have no control over no. what what everybody thinks about you now, yeah, or at that point on. Whereas, didn't look like my Orange County with horse trails and Nixon's birthplace. That's my Orange County. <laughs> I can't that's wait the, for that show. That's yeah. the Orange County that you have on your bedroom wall. Yeah, that's where I'm from, <laughs> land of gracious living. Uh, you said Phantom Planet. That actually reminded me. I know we've only gotten four seconds into this theme song. But <laughs> I assume this is how it works. You <laughs> go four seconds. It does at yeah. a time. Uh, that reminded me of the, a lot of the other songs that were considered for this before they decided on the original one were um, A Modest Mouse, the whatever it's float, float on. on. Sure. Um, Mr. Blue Sky was considered. Electric Light Orchestra. Yes, which, which was the opening uh, to, what was the movie we did? Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Volume 2, yeah. And then there was a King song, uh, Better Things, I think. Better Things, yeah. Yeah, so there was like all kind of upbeat, you know, very fun songs, but didn't quite fit the bill. Better so. Things oh. works, for, in my opinion, but I think Float On is too, like, everyone knows that song too well. Yeah. It's too, yeah. It can't have its own life. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, all right, so... Now we're back to the theme song. The we're actual the theme, theme song. song, not just talking about it. And I'm looking at the pen and paper mill. Right. And the next shot is of, it's kind of like a, there's like a banner on the streets of Scranton. Yeah, it's like it's, you're going down the downtown. It's called Scranton Center. It's on Mulberry and, Wa and North Washington, which is home to Paper Magic Group. Oh, The manufacturer of, of the seasonal greeting cards, which that's where it all came from. Yeah. Are they still in business? That's a good Should we question. call them live on the on the air right now? Yeah, and uh, you know how how good I am with this technical <laughs> stuff, so I'm sure we could figure that out. I no could like hold my cell phone up to the microphone, give them a ring. Um, and then the next shot we see is a um, sign that used to be it used to be on the Central Scranton Expressway. It says, you know, it's like Welcome to Scranton, but it was blown over by high winds, Aww. and it's no longer there. Man. But it is on display at the mall in Scranton. Okay. Gary, you love malls. I do love malls. I, love, I might go after this, actually. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say, maybe yeah. you can make a trip out to Scranton Shout and out check to it the... off the bucket list. <laughs> but they mentioned the mall a lot in the show 
uh, it's the Steamtown Mall. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. So if you want to see that, welcome to Scranton sign from the credits. Steam Town you got to go to the Steamtown Mall in and Scranton, And you want to go to the Steamtown Mall anyhow, so mm-hmm. that's great. Did a Wetzel pretzel, yeah. maybe? <laughs> Jamba Juice. Hey, so try to pause it on the, the sign because I want to look at the logo it went, uh, of the welcome to Scranton sign. Okay. We'll go back a little bit here. Bam, right there. Okay. So it says, Scranton welcomes you. Yeah. Embracing our people, our traditions, and our future, I think, is what it says. How did you even make that out? Well, I looked it up earlier, so it all it was kind of, it's part me seeing it and part me remembering it, so pretty sure that's what it is. Our people, our traditions, and our future. Yes. Embracing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. It's yeah, kind of like- nice. Yeah, all-encompassing, you know? I don't, has, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I'm sad that it blew down. It's almost as sad as the uh, the uh, Shawshank Redemption tree getting taken down in a storm. You know what? Yeah, you didn't know that. No. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe you would bring that up right now. <laughs> yeah. Look at the the hurt Max, on your. <laughs> Max is gone white as a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I can't go on. This I is apologize. Like, I'm sorry need, to break it to you here. I need like uh, 40 minutes <laughs> listening to the Friday Night Lights theme song in my room alone before I can come back and focus. Yes. Listen, yep. the good news is they've turned the tree that got knocked down into a bunch of uh, memorabilia that you can go to the town in Ohio or wherever the hell it is. So much like the Scranton welcomes you sign being on display in the mall. Take it easy, buddy. Take yeah. the, Have the, another sip of your The booze. worst part about that news being delivered to me is that it was to Delivered by someone who's calling himself G Money. So I'm very upset. Hey, but at least I'm wearing sleeves today. I look only the second time ever. So Jess, Gary typically this is probably the first episode where he has worn sleeves. So you are very lucky because it is wow. I, I usually wear sleeveless tees, but because this is a special shirt, I didn't cut the sleeves off of it. And is that an everyday look for you, or is that because you typically record on Saturdays and sun's out guns out? It's <laughs> I wouldn't call it an... Actually, it kind of is an everyday look. As soon as I get home from work, I undie down, as I call it, and then I put on sh- usually shorts or sweats and a sleeveless tee. That's my that's my dad look, at home look. So, All right. Yeah. And weekend look. Yeah. And, you know, general comfortable look. I'm going to take it back. It's my everyday look. Yeah. <laughs> I've your, accepted it. Parker, Your daughter, Parker, should start cussing based on how you look so she knows how to respond appropriately. That makes sense, yeah. Um, the, this is the second time I've worn sleeves. The other time is because I had a rash on my arm. Remember that? That was a good time. I will never forget that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to need like 40 minutes in my room listening to the front. I showed song. up with a long sleeve shirt. He knew immediately something was wrong. I was like, I had this messed up rash on my arm. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I was, and, I, and, I just, and 40 minutes later, he came out and he was like, okay, clear eyes. Well, yeah. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Let's, let's get back these a little bit more. We've almost made it to the people. So yeah. So the next shot we saw after the sign... <gasps> Is the first shot of Dunder Mifflin, technically. That that John Krasinski did not shoot. Right. Yeah. This is the warehouse. It's the, a shot the of the warehouse. fictional paper company. Yeah. It says Dunder Mifflin Paper Company deliveries Doc 1, Doc 2, and then Will Call. Yeah. I guess, it's, I guess Will Call is a thing at a paper company. Yeah. It's yeah. where you get your tickets for that <laughs> night's concert. Yeah. You want to go see Jay Ferguson that night? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's get where tickets. you get them. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they sold tickets to that warehouse basketball game they played in like season two or whatever. You know, you could go get, pick them up. Or the, or the uh, spring scene tickets that Michael is auctioning off <laughs> <laughs> that he doesn't actually have. <laughs> Front row seats. So we get some drums coming in. Mm-hmm. And, and the most famous instrument in the song. Melodica. Which I brought. It? What? Yeah, I brought a melodica. I'm going to surprised like I didn't see the, the <laughs> yeah. bag. Yeah. The huge case what? sitting next to her. 
She has one with her, yeah. Gary. I don't know anyone who owns a melodica until now. Hey. And that is <laughs> that is very cool. You should get one. Um, it's really they're not they're very cheap and they're very fun. Wow, Gary, uh, you're the last person I want to have one of these, but I will get one. <laughs> I definitely want one. Okay. It's almost so, like a fun toy for your daughter, potentially. It, oh my God, I'm so that, excited. We're going to get a live performance right I'm sure now. they sell many versions <laughs> of it. Do it. So you blow into a tube that powers a small keyboard, and it ends up sounding a little like almost an accordion. Uh-huh. Is this like Peter Frampton? Oh, Biscuit. Biscuit is interested. Yes, I'm interested, Hi, too. Hi, Biscuit. <laughs> Okay, let me Wow. Yeah. This is amazing. That is the most impressive thing on this podcast by <laughs> far. And we are 49 episodes in easily, easily. Yep. That's fantastic. Thank you. I um spent a day learning that. Really? Not not like like a year ago. I was like, I think that's a melodica. I should learn. <laughs> did you ha- already have the melodica, or did you go yeah, out? And- already, okay, okay. Um, are you familiar with the band, the New Pornographers? They're like a big, super band, like lar- big band from Canada. Like they have many members. I'm not. I'm not. Um, no. uh, I love the name though. Yeah, and uh, Nico Case is one of, and she's like had a, her own career as well. But anyway, mm-hmm. they have a melodica in their band, okay. and I was like, that is a really fun instrument. You were like, your ears perked up. What is yeah, that? Yeah, because it's that also sound? so easy. Oops, sorry. Yeah. sorry. It's so easy to play. For those who don't know, it's about the size of like, I mean, it's like a smaller than a violin. It's very, very tiny, I guess, right? Yeah, it's like two feet long, yeah, maybe? Yeah, if that, yeah. 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 Do you ever break that out on off book? I haven't. Uh-huh. Um, it's a good, good opportunity. Yeah, and sure. by the way, that's the kind of improvised talent and treats you did on off book, the podcast, the improvised musical podcast. So thank you so much for that. That was You're great. You're very welcome. You know, I love to contribute a little melodica soul. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fantastic. I mean... We don't even really need to watch the rest of the credits now. No, we're we just done. got okay. Um, if you guys need me, I'll be, I'll be in my room listening to the Friday Night Lights credits. <laughs> I want to assure you that you can't make that joke too much. No, never. I really love it, and I love saying the same thing a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, he will many more times. I just want to encourage you all the time. That time you sort of, I see a tiny bit of shyness coming in, and I want to, I want to say, strip it away. It's yeah, it's that that moment where is it too many times now? Is it no, yeah. never? Let's keep never. going. Yeah. If it was Do just you, me here, I'd tell you to shut the hell up. Just you get dizzy playing the. Is it melodica or melodica? I don't know. I, I would say melodica, but I, what, it depends if it's the British office or the American uh, office. <laughs> they would throw a U, they would throw a U in there though. It'd be like yeah. melodica, melodica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you have you you gotta breathe breathe right, you know. And also, it takes like more air to supply like a full chord. Like I typically can only play like thirds on it with it sounding really Got good. It. As soon as you play like a full chord, it's a little like weak. Take sounding. a little breath. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, so who was sitting around playing like their keyboard was like, you know what this needs is me breathing into <laughs> this power thing occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I wonder if it was like, oh, I wish it sounded more like an, I wish I could have a mini organ. Because it almost sounds like, like, and then mouth organ. I'm trying to imagine what this walk would have been to be like, yep, let's power it by air. <laughs> Do you think your grandmother was around when they invented it? <laughs> comment on this for us. <laughs> Let me get her on the phone. <laughs> it was one of those magical nights with Jay Ferd. They yeah. came. They came up with it. <laughs>
All right. So, so what did we see there, Max? So what we saw there was the big credit. It is, of course, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Lead, um, lead billing. Yeah. Until season eight. Yeah. It's a clip in, in the ones we're watching is a clip from uh, the sexual harassment episode. Yeah. He's just kind of like talking to the employees. And, and like I said, in seasons one and two, it was a shot of him kind of like in the office, just whatever, uh, in a white, dr- in a white yeah, dress with shirt. Yeah, ugly hair Yeah, plugs. yeah. But this one yeah. is an actual clip from the show. He's like pointing at somebody in his suit. He's got that nice wide tie. And, yep. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Um, so I, I love to point out other people that were considered or auditioned for these roles on these shows and movies that we do. So this is who was considered for Michael, Paul Giamatti. Okay. And then also auditioned was Hank Azaria, Martin Short, uh, Ben Falcone, uh, Alan Tudyk, hmm. Paul F. Tompkins, Ken Marino, Thomas Lennon. And this is a this is an interesting one. Bob Odenkirk actually had the role wow. when it was presented to NBC. But Carell was on another uh, show called Come to Papa at the time, <laughs> and it got canceled. So once his availability opened up, they're like, we want, we wanted Steve Carell originally. So they kind of had to Man. kick off Odenkirk. It sucks huh. for Bob, but he turned out all right. Yeah, they said he was like yeah. a really good sport about it. And obviously everything, yeah, it worked out yeah. nicely right. for him. So I could see him being, with all of his Mr. Show background and stuff, I could see him being uh, Yeah, yeah but he was actually on the show eventually. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Made, he made an appearance or two, I think. I love Odenkirk. Yeah, that would have been a little less uh, gooey. He would have been a closer to David Brent, I think. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yep, he's not for as, sure. Yeah, you don't love him as much as Steve Carell. Yeah. He's not as like uh, teddy bear. Yeah. Like, and I heard Paul F. Tompkins in there, and he is, was on Off Book recently. Regularly, right? Yes, yeah. right. Like he four makes, weeks, right? Yeah. yeah, he is the best and was on four episodes in a row for uh, our Paul F. Happy Paul of days. Yeah. He did like a run of holiday episodes and he's also, yeah, he's been on a handful of times. He's the best. Yeah, and how great. many has Steve Carell done? Zero. So okay. come yeah, we're, we're scoreboard. On, yeah, yeah, we're on team Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Sorry, Carell. He I should have gotten the role. Unless, of course, Carell wants to come on our podcast, in right. which case, yes, we'll, yeah. We'll, we will sell out Paul F. Tompkins in a second. If that's <laughs> All right. So we saw Steve Carell when yeah. the, when the, when the uh, melodica kicks in for the first time. And that's all we've seen so far. I can't remember how far we've made it. Yeah, I'll, I'll always go, go back a little bit. Yeah, so here's here's you Steve can see the talking. back of Jim's head as well. Back of Jim's, yeah. God, uh, that tie is so wide. <laughs> it's like the tie that I wore to my eighth grade graduation. Yeah, I, I remember it specifically. I think I, it actually was that tie, to be honest. <laughs> I sang it so hard to say goodbye to yesterday at my eighth grade graduation. You sang it, yeah. That's well, really we, we sang oh, okay. it. Oh, okay. I was like, you, perfe- you <laughs> so specifically sang yeah. it? That has nothing to do with this Why podcast. But <laughs> You guys had to do a musical number for your eighth grade graduation? It's so embarrassing. I think our, our choir sang. Uh, I guess maybe you're right. I, I, I wasn't in the choir, but I Do you know what right. song you guys sang? Yeah, we sang this song called Like an Eagle. I don't think... I don't. But not Fly Like not an Eagle. Not Fly Like an Eagle. No. Okay. No, I've only ever heard it in choral arrangements. Hmm, it's not like a, a religious eagle song, but it's like, I don't know. I've only ever heard it in the context of choirs. <laughs> Do you guys remember what you walked out to for your uh, high school graduation? Yeah, pomp, pomp and, and circumstance. circumstance. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, we didn't walk out. To, we had like a song that we walked out to. What? We really? Walked, yeah, we, our class voted to not walk out. I think we walked in to was whatever. it vitamin C? What was that song? No, that was considered though. We walked out to uh, the Stitch song "Come Sail Away." We sang that at my high school graduation. Really? But we didn't walk away. We didn't we, walk out. We walked out to that. That's song. fun. Yeah. We, my uh, like the vocal ensemble always sang "In My Life" by the Beatles, and then another mm. song that would change every year. But they always sang "In My Life," so you'd sing two songs, and then I was like, 
I was like the president of choir and I was like, Peterson, we should sing Come Sail Away. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> See? You're, you're the loser that didn't walk out to any cool songs or singing. We walked out to Mambo number five. Graduation. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's see what the next shot is here. So we get a couple of just random office-y things. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't even try to just skim past this. We saw a Xerox machine. Yeah. And then we saw an adding machine. Which you fought me on a few episodes ago because you said it's just a, it's just a calculator or whatever you said. It's yeah, and I proved no, no, it's not. It's an adding machine. It's a, there's a difference. It's a, cal- it's a big calculator. Yeah, <laughs> Jess is pretty much. It's sides. a big. It's a big old desktop calculator. It, no, it's an adding machine. It's different because it's it is bigger, but it's not just computing the numbers. It's like there's print attached to it. So it's an adding machine. So that was that was from our Look Who's Talking episode, I think, because he was- I a, believe was, so. There was, there's yeah. accountants in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and we battled it out. Yeah. We don't have to battle it out here. Again. I know, but you just You're tried, to, you tried to skim past it. Like, oh, we just saw some random old office things. No big deal. No need to mention how I was wrong several episodes ago. I thought you were going to get mad about the copy machine. No, no, no. What, could it be, what kind of gripes could this guy no. have about <laughs> a copy machine? It was just a quick shot of a Xerox machine uh, doing its thing. And uh, and then once we got past the adding machine, the adding machine, which someone's hitting the buttons, and I think it's like nine six three five, yeah, and it's almost to the beat. I didn't notice. I don't think go back, go back, go back a couple seconds, just uh, did it again. I think it is Kevin, right? He's an accounting. Yeah, yeah. Um, They did. So it's Kevin's hand. Like these shots are actually of. I think it was on the Office Lady podcast. They said they like. The opening credits, a lot of that was just like day one shots of them just like doing that stuff they, in the office. Yeah. yeah, that they caught a ton of extra B-roll. Um, yeah, the only episode I've listened to so far. But they were like, uh, yeah, they everyone was there every day of the shoot. Versus like normally in a shoot for a TV show, they're like, oh, we're not going to do the scene that Max is in till yeah. after lunch. So we're not going to call him till, you know, 1030 or whatever. Everyone was called at 7 a.m. And they're so just they all sitting in the in, office. Yeah, there. so that they could give the like... Get in the sense of working in an office and being in there. Yeah, which is and great. Also, and, and you see them in the background of all yeah. those shots. Right, that's too. also the thing too. Like they have to be in they the can't background. Shoot around so they really, have yeah. to like it was, yeah. it's a lot of sitting around. Mm-hmm. I read that at first they their computers were like fake, but then they eventually got internet, so they were allowed to like go on the internet and stuff. Um, they had to be careful about what they're going on in case it was in a shot. <laughs> um, but the people in the cast who are the writers. Those oh, like, people are all in the annex right. because they needed to be in the writers' room a lot of the times that they were shooting. So that's why, like BJ Kelly, and, yeah, and and BJ and Novak, Kaling, yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, Paul Lieberstein, who plays Toby, right. were all in the annex because they're all writers on the show, that's and they need so to great. be off screen. I'm not familiar with the Office Ladies podcast. Is it? Is it? Uh, it's Angela Kingsley and Jenna Fisher okay. revisiting the entire series episode got it, by episode. Got it, got it, okay, back, I think like, I had heard of that. I just wasn't sure which two ladies it was. Fun. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Go back. I just want to see the adding machine one more time, and then we can move into Rain Wilson's credit here. Yeah, that you're right. Like, that looks like a big hairy. It was Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. that was a meaty yeah. hand. <laughs> That's a chilly hand. <laughs> okay, so the next shot we get is the next credit, and I can't Rain pause Wilson. on there. Yeah, it's all right. Let's see if I can. And he's trying to shred a card. Yeah, I always wondered: is it a credit card or it, is it like a, a a business card? It looks plastic. It looks right? like a plastic yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, definitely a credit card because you can see the strip on the back of it. Yeah, so he's shredding a credit card. It's from uh, Diversity Day, which is from the first season, I believe. Yep, yep. Um, it might have been season two, but either way. I'm pretty sure it's in the first season. Okay, fair enough. Do you want to fight about no, that No, I don't. Too? I don't. After, I don't. The, after the adding machine? I'm sick of fighting with you. 
I like that he's holding the shredder on his lap <laughs> yeah. too. Like, yeah. I never noticed <laughs> you could very... see a fire, a fire extinguisher back there, which comes into play many times on the show as well. That's true. And we got Phyllis and Stanley sitting behind mm-hmm. them too, which will be their seats throughout the series. By the way, those those little tiny shredders, like those desktop, they suck. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they they usually go kaput after about, I don't know, 10 uses, I think. Yeah, and, you can and, put something thick like a card in there too. Exactly. Yeah. Which So I guess, yeah, it looks like he's putting a, it's maybe a credit card or maybe uh, a... Like a gift card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I can't remember what it actually was though. And of course, Dwight has his hair parted down the middle, wearing his short sleeve dress shirts. So um, some people who auditioned for Dwight other than Rain Wilson. Uh, well, first of all, Rain Wilson originally auditioned for Michael. Okay. Which would have been a completely different show. Yeah. Too. But who auditioned for Dwight were, was Seth Rogen, Patton Oswalt, and Judah Freelander. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Judah Freelander ended up being kind of a, well, I guess 30 Rock Similar yeah, I don't sitcom know if he works. style. Would he have worn his his bulk? He always yeah. wears that, that like trucker hat. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I don't know if it would work. Seth Rogen and Pet. Okay, interesting. Pretty, yeah, very interesting. I saw Rain Wilson once. I was in in the Valley at I think it was Coral Tree Cafe, and I saw he was standing in line to order. I was I was with my dad. We were having lunch, and he's he was recording himself. So I think it was for like an Instagram story or something and he starts spinning around right so i was like i'm in the background of this and i raised my hands up in the air because like if he's gonna post an instagram story i want to point myself out in it <laughs> and as he spun around and i was raising my hands in the air because he was doing it we made eye contact <laughs> we both stopped exactly what we we're doing we both looked so embarrassed and <laughs> that was the end of it <laughs> and uh, never made it to the story he he, yeah. uh, he plays tennis with my really good buddy like every saturday he's in a tennis group so in, uh, I think it's in, I forget what city, but tennis player, little known fact. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next shot here. Okay, we get a couple more office things. We get someone whiting something out. Yeah, it looked uh, like a... Uh, I think that's Jenna Fisher. I think uh, it's Pam. She did it? Yeah. Oh, so she did that on the mm-hmm. podcast? Okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and then, and then there's paper spewing out of the copy machine, like just flying out and overflowing yeah do you have any gripes with that nope okay. all good on that just office making sure and we get our next credit john krasinski he's sitting on the phone at his desk um with his leathery looking thin watch yes and sleeves his, rolled up his shaggy hair his little bowl cut mm-hmm. that he's kind of got not a bowl cut it's more of a mop there is one one season where it's like heavy bowl cut you know yeah, what close he, to a bowl cut. he was shooting leather heads at some point so he had like a shape oh. and it's very noticeable if you go back i think it's season three if you go back he's wearing this awful wig i didn't uh, even realize that yeah and on the desk there is a mug that's like a football. I, mug? I, I always wondered that. I can't, it's well, not quite a football. It's got a football drawn on it, and then underneath it, it says football. Oh, okay. just in case you need to know <laughs> okay. what. But like, what's with the handle on that mug? It, it looks, looks like, like a um uh like goalpost with a football between them, but it actually looks like those individual flossers. Yeah, yeah, right. It's so <laughs> it weird. Like yeah, those dent pits or whatever they're yeah, called. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, there's a couple pencils in the in the mug. Or no, that behind. It's hard to tell. That's behind. Okay. Yeah. And okay. the fact that it says football reminds me of that hat that uh, Rob Lowe wore at the football game a couple <laughs> yeah. of weeks ago that everyone was making fun of that just said NFL on it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what team? He was are there you to like for? promote a Fox TV show and he just had an NFL logo hat on. Yeah. yeah. I just like, where did this mug come from? Why did you think that you had to put f- the word football on there when there's already a football or I don't know? Let me see if I have it's any. It's a pretty uh, token shot of Jim though making a sale. So this is a shot from Diversity Day as well. 
And two others who auditioned for Jim are Adam Scott and John Cho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, those are both good. Yeah, I think either one of them. Would Adam work. Scott ended up getting. I mean, it's kind of funny, like they all get roles on similar shows, like on Parks and Recreation or whatever. So we get someone, a close up of someone highlighting. That I have a, do you know a fun fact about that? I don't, but I love that it's not using the highlighter the way that highlighters are used. Yes, right. It's circling with a highlighter as opposed to the way highlighters yeah. get used. Why wouldn't he just highlight, highlight what he's circling? Yeah, what happened there? So I, I don't know what happened. I, I Apparently it's Jim doing that. And I, I looked it up. The, sh- the form that he's circling with his highlighter is from like the LAPD or some or like a, it's an LA City Council uh, form. So it makes no sense to do anything with Scranton, but that's what they had around. And he just grabbed it and circled, <laughs> circled that's something really with the highlighter. And then we see a water cooler right after that, which is well, great. no, it's yeah. it's a shot of is it? Oh, the, oh, I miss I miss Pam. Pam. I miss yeah, Pam. Pam. I'm, I'm sorry. Go back here and Stick get her on the Pam. screen. Circle. Pam. Yeah. And all the people who were just like waiting for the water cooler and didn't want to spoil it for them, Gary, you just ruined this. I know. The <laughs> They're just so pissed. So yeah, we get Jenna Fisher's credit. She's sitting at the receptionist desk with uh, a the- bunch of messages for different departments of the office. They look I guess. like sales slips kind of, right? Or Quality whatever. Quality control is the front. It's all messages, yeah. And then sales is yeah. the next one and then we can't see the other ones. Yeah, and then there's the little jar of Skittles or whatever, or jelly beans. Uh, I guess it's probably jelly beans. I think they make a comment about it. I think jelly those beans. look like Skittles. They do, they do. But I'm just remembering. I think they're, they're jelly beans and other. I think she yeah. has uh, various candies. She's a time. very good receptionist over the years, and she really ups her game. Right, and then Aaron comes in, and she wants to leave out candies when she comes back from her trip, Pam. And Aaron has to ask Michael for approval before she yes. can put the candies <laughs> yes. out. What's in the tin right in front of her? Forks? Uh, pens. Uh, is it pens? I don't or know what it is. I, I couldn't figure it out either when I when I watched it. Um, those sales slips on the right that are in the thing, I get similar sales slips when I pay my day, daycare lady. I always give her a check every week and she hands me a slip. It's almost just like that with my proof of sale. That's almost as good as your tennis story. You Gary. know what, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I was giving a uh, shout out to Lorna, my so- daycare lady. <laughs> Did she promise you that little discount? <laughs> yeah. You mentioned her on the yeah. podcast. She's a huge listener. So um, this is a shot from The Alliance, which is first or second season. It's a, it's she makes an I alliance think. with Dwight or something weird like that, right? Yeah. yeah okay. um, also auditioned for Pam, Catherine Hahn, and Angela Kinsey. Okay. Who ended up playing Angela, obviously. Got it. Catherine, be, that would have been I love Catherine Hahn, too. Catherine Hahn was in everything yeah. for a while, like after this. And now she has, what, what's that show she's on? Uh, Mrs. Fletcher. Uh, as I did? On HBO? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I heard, I've heard it's good. But, she, I just I love amazing. her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's yeah. always incredible. Okay, Gary, what did we see there now? <laughs> uh, I missed it. I totally, I don't know. <laughs> he blinked I, for a while. <laughs> it was a one second shot of the bubbling water cooler. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. And there's and no office get- there's no office jokes to be had about the water cooler, so let's just move right on. <laughs> we get a shot of BJ Novak sitting at his de- I think that's his desk and the temp. This was season two. Oh, this is season three, so yeah, he might have gotten his own desk by then. This is, I think this one is from the pilot, this shot. Okay. He was deaf with a temp until like season three or season four. So And in the background is most of the casts in the conference room. Yeah, you can see Creed uh wiping his nose with his hands, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> And Stanley's standing in the back, which seems out of character for Stanley. That's true. Definitely. Yeah. Unless he's sitting on a table. You never know. <laughs> sitting on a table? Yeah, it's possible. Like a chair on the table? No, just a table that's been in the back of the room. 
Okay. It's about, it could be. He's leaning. Let his, yeah, we'll leaning. Leaning He's against leaning. the table. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No crossword puzzles. And is that, so is is that Toby in the front? You can see like right but right next to him. That looks like Kevin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's you're right. Kevin and you're Phyllis. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And BJ Novak's doing his thing or he's on his phone kind of looking looking around. He's got those real flip out front hair center yes, parts. Yes, yes. So the intern wasn't invited to this meeting or wasn't... The temp. The, he's temp, the temp. The temp. Sorry. Yeah, yeah the temp. So I guess not. Just, yeah, he's probably, okay. he's probably answering the phones. That's what temps do. Go answer the phones for a little while. What's the little thing right in front of him uh, on his desk? Like... Is, I think it's like a like they look like clown like a pencil little toppers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get a bunch of clips from three clips. Yeah, from the season. It started with let's see. It was Dwight there. flipping his tie over right. his shoulder, right? And then it was Ryan doing the thing that. For some reason, I always remember most in the credits. I don't know why he holds up a bag that looks like the package yeah. like from so the play. bag is that's from the episode where they're going to play the warehouse in a basketball game okay and michael asks him if he brought like his clothes or something like that got it and he holds up the bag said i brought him I got like him right his gym clothes like okay yeah. so it's like a plastic bag of gym clothes yeah and then, and then the, we have a cute jim and pam moment cute jim and pam moment for sure gotta have one mm-hmm. i mean it's weird it looks like a package that was delivered in the mail not, yeah it's really not weird a, not it's a, a weird gym. bag yeah very weird um, yeah, and there's the Jim and Pam moment. Jim and Pam are the heart of the show. They say, everyone says that. Like the creators have said that yeah. uh, on the office ladies. They say it's just like that's they're what the they glue. Want to focus they're the on. glue. Yeah, yeah. I think though um, later. I mean, I was obsessed with this this romance when I was watching it actively. I was like, Jim and Pam are the best couple of all time. But now I think that I actually prefer the dynamic of Leslie and Ben. I think they're a little more like oh, fun with each other. Yeah. You know, like, and they're a little bit more like Jim and Pam. Sometimes on rewatch, I'm like, it's a little moody sometimes. Yeah. Some of it's problematic. Yeah. It's a when little When you go pro- back and yeah. watch, like, it's there's some of the stuff when she's in a relationship and in a fi- with a fiance and yeah. stuff, and just like some of the games they're playing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little, and th- like, there's a whole like listicle universe out there of all the reasons she's a bitch as well. You you can find those if you want. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. But I'm saying, there's a, interesting because I know of many listicles that are like Jim is actually a dick. There you right. go. There so, you go. So you know we're just refed what we are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but no, I You've still love them. Targeted. They're still one of the great sitcom romances. Yeah. But I feel like Leslie and Ben, I just really love. They, they were That's great. another rewatch show for me. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Leslie and Ben on, on Parts and Rec also like they never had anything. There was no baggage right away off the bat, right? Yeah, not. So, I mean, they have to hide their relationship because yeah. it goes against the rules. Yeah. So they have some similar, like they they start and stop, yeah. and they like it was just more good nature. But it was the just good nature time. the whole yeah. time. And I feel like they're they're just a little like sometimes Jim and Pam like shy away from being honest with each other about their dreams. True, true. And I'm like, guys, yeah, what are you doing? Versus I, Leslie, Leslie and Ben, I think are just like yeah, they're they're open and they're honest open and, and yeah, honest. Very true. Very true. So Parks and Rec, we should add that to the list. So just yeah, Parks and Rec is definitely on the list. So you're saying that Adam Scott uh, lucked out by not getting the role of Jim because he's in the better romance. I mean, I would still say Jim and Pam's more famous. I think he's a better fit for Ben than Jim. I think he. I think like that did him right in the long run. I think uh, we got to meet him. I mean, and he was already working a lot, but I think that that ended up being a more perfect showcase for. What has continued to be like a blast, uh, like a really good career, and then you know now this guy's Jack Ryan, and it's just such a weird <laughs> left turn. So I don't know. I think I think this happened correctly. Yeah, I have one more funny Jim and Pam story in my life. 
when my wife and I had just had our baby and we were in the hospital. Like, th- we were there for three or four days. Actually, maybe closer to five because my wife had some blood pressure issues. And we were, we were just constantly watching hotel TV. Or, sorry, hotel. <laughs> I wish it was a hotel. Hospital TV. And it's like on TBS or whatever. And my wife, we were getting ready to leave. And my wife just needed to pass one more blood pressure test to get us to leave. And we were watching the episode where they are in labor. And like it was super funny. Like it was like, and then like they had the baby or something, and he's like, "It's so strong." And we started. She started like cracking up, laughing to the point where her blood pressure elevated, and we had to stay like several more hours because of that. So we were watching the Jim and Pam. See, they're yeah. not that great. That never would have happened if it was Leslie and Ben. Yeah, and you just, just sued yeah. NBC for that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah, we we have a we have a lawyer. We're okay. working on it. Yeah, good. But I do love them. I don't mean to detract. Yeah, you better all, not. Yeah. yeah, we all love them. Let's yeah. let's. let's Throw that out there. Yeah, we're Jim. Just... We're Jim and Pammies. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Jim So we get a quick shot of um, through the windows outside of Michael's office into his office. He's sitting at his desk and he adjusts his Dundee that he has on his desk. Mm-hmm. The yeah. shot that it remains the entire series, even when he's gone. Ed Helms does the same thing. He like right. turns. They yeah. they have they um when they have like various bosses all the different bosses kind of like are adjusting something on their desk some like, sort of like figurine will ferrell, will ferrell knocks something knocks he, something off ed helms knocks something off right yeah uh, dwight is adjusting something I at some point forget. they're Creed all Creed is adjusting something at some point oh really did yeah, they do for that? one episode <laughs> yeah yeah there's uh there's several variations but they're mostly all i think he left in season seven i think and then so eight and nine there's a ton of variations of the opening thing where they all do that but and by the way, does Michael have his old hairstyle there too? Yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think this is from the yeah from the uh, season one. Season one. Yep. Yeah. And then I think that does change in eh, maybe it doesn't actually. I forget. The opening changes a little bit in season seven. Like it's a different shot of him. It's not him just pointing a, a, during the diversity day episode. He's doing something else. And then Rain Wilson is like putting fire on the door handle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, little, yeah. Those are like little changes in season seven and eight. Right. And then one of the other changes to the series, to the opening credits is uh, the Michael Scott Paper Company episode. The entire office, like opening credits is at Michael oh, Scott yeah. Paper Company. So it's like them at that like, little poker table That's they work right. on and like shooting the basketball in the, yeah. that little small room they work in. And we just named all the people that got named, right? There's only like five of them. In the later seasons, Ed Helms gets a credit and a shot, and I think Mindy Kaling possibly does too. Like later, later on, and maybe even Angela. Like they they add a couple people to the, or maybe it was just Ed Helms actually. Now I'm I thinking think about Ed it. Helms is the only one. Yeah, that maybe you're right. Eventually yeah. got got added. To I think it. they just throw in shots of the of the supporting actors. How do you guys feel about Andy? I thought he was way funnier when he was like the troubled anger management guy. And then he became less funny when he was more like the whole Angela story and then him becoming a boss or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> like, even as you say it, I'm like, right, he's in s- most of the show. Yeah. I still, like, I would probably name so many. I would probably even name Ellie Kemper before I would get to re- really remembering yeah. Ed right. Helms. That's what's show. so funny. Like, I love Ed Helms. And yeah, he's I very understand funny. The, the, the hangover. Will pro- probably had a role in him being such a big star and becoming a star on the show, but it seems weird to me that Andy was kind of the one that made his way into the credits yeah. when there were so many other characters that are more beloved. I feel like yeah. true, and it feels like Andy was kind of like the Dwight of 
um, where where did they go when he, when when Jim goes to? It was just someone for yeah. Jim to butt heads with because right. there was no Dwight yeah. over there. And then when they brought them back together, they were kind of almost similar. They were at rivals times. for a little bit, but that's right. when it was funny when he was more of just a supporting person. When he became too much of the the show, then it, then it wasn't as funny. But but you know, I do love how obsessed he is with Cornell. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has like some funny runners and, and stuff. And uh, acapella, his acapella. Yeah, group. yeah, exactly. Yeah. What were they yeah, called? It's like me with the Friday Night Lights theme song. <laughs> True. <laughs> and Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Ooh, uh, that's, that's also a, a runner. That's a great one. <laughs> Don't want to You know, I also just think that Andy as a character is almost too sad. Yeah. Like Michael Scott is sad, uh, but there's like great payoff because he seems so deluded from why we think he's sad yeah he there's so much distance and they give him wins every once in a while like every once in a while he succeeds every once in a while he has a relationship yeah, or like, a redeeming quality redeeming yeah. quality there's like something that happens like when he's the only one that goes to pam's art show yep. like i yep. mean right. there's like so they give you enough like kernels along the way that you're like oh but we love michael I think Andy, they really just punched down so much. And like Dwight is absurd. And Jim, we, Jim and Pam, we want more for them. And everyone else, we're just like, okay, this is a job for them. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a lot worse. We like get glimpses into the lives that they have. We're never that, like, I'm less sad about Kevin. And like they punch on Kevin so much. I guess Toby is the saddest, yeah. but he's meant to be, and, and it's, it's so sad. comedic. <laughs> right. Andy, I'm just like, that sucks. Yeah. His family thinks he's a failure. He obviously thinks he's a failure, and now he kind of is because he doesn't yeah. succeed at anything he tries, really. Very true. Very I think true. he's too sad for me to find him. He's the wrong kind of sad for me to laugh yeah. at. I didn't That's expect- how I feel about Gary on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. All right, so we finished. We finished well, the credits. No, we're there. gonna we're gonna get the uh, the official logo here. Oh, that's let's, right. Let's My see bad. that, and then yeah. we're done. Of course. Yeah. So the the last thing we see is kind of like an office. It's it's more like a restroom. Yeah, it's the class. restroom. Yeah. Uh, hangman looking people. Yeah, with two one person at a desk. I think one person carrying a briefcase. Yeah, and yep. says the office. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it's kind it. of scratched, like those things are always scratched, yeah. and it's got some wear on it. And but those are the opening credits to the office. We did it. Woo. We yeah, did it. We made it through. Thirty seconds in, an hour, eight, an hour and eight minutes into the podcast. <laughs> How long do you say these these credits were? Like seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> They're very short. Uh, do you have that screen up where it shows all the different variations of yeah, the credits? Yeah, we can pull that up, and we're gonna we post all these clips on creditscorepodcast.com if people want yeah, to. Yeah, and go in the, watch in the notes of the yeah. iTunes, you can you can check these out too, but. There's a there's a YouTube uh, video where somebody edited all of the different variations onto one screen, or maybe not all of them, but sixteen of them at the same time. So you can kind of get a glimpse of how there's just slight variations. So it goes into like just like multiple split screens showing all the different versions as it plays yeah. through the credits. But it shows how some are a couple seconds shorter because you see some of the like the oh, the intro comes in a little bit later. So right. And there ends up being like how many different versions? 16, like 16? or so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just go just go a little bit further because you see that like they change Pam's intro a little bit because she goes from the receptionist desk to an actual desk when she goes into sales. 
Yeah, everyone's uh, hair gets so much better, better as the yeah. season. It's series just goes on. like everyone just, gets more attractive as the season. Always Sunny made on. fun of this with like with Mac getting fat and disgusting in like season nine or whatever. That everyone just always gets better looking in like Friends and Seinfeld and all the sitcoms. But uh, yeah, same same funny. for them. And then they, they throw in some of the different new side characters and stuff with the clips from season past season. So all right, those are the opening credits. This is where we like to pick our absolute. Favorite moments of the credits, our least favorite moments, our highlights, our mm-hmm. low lights. Who wants to start it off with their favorite? Highlights? The best moment, yeah. Uh, I'll do my highlight. Okay. My highlight's pretty simple. It's the crescendo of the song. It's just when it finally... It's not even when the uh, melodica comes in. It's when the whole thing comes in. So it's like a slow build. You're feeling good. You hear the... You see Steve Carell, but then when it really rocks out and they bring in the guitar and stuff, that's my favorite part. The crescendo of the music. Yeah. I'm going to say the trophy adjustment. Nice. It's good. And nice. that's a good, such a good callback when it all changes yeah. throughout the series too. And it's such a great window into that <laughs> character. <laughs> it shot through a window. Do you remember that it, uh-huh. said that it shot through a window? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like, I said this already when we were watching it, but I'd like that Dwight shreds things with the paper shredder on his lap. Yeah. yeah. Like, rather than <laughs> yeah. put it down like everyone else would do, he's holding it in his lap. Um, that's my favorite part of the credits. What's your low light? My my low light is Jim's generic football mug <laughs> <laughs> that has the football picture and says football. It's just, I don't understand it. My low light is also Jim. I feel like that is not an indicative Jim shot. Yeah. Yeah. And He's, he doesn't care about work. That's true. It so may, that's it, not it, a good introduction to that character, whereas I feel like the other moments kind of are or they at least aren't an anathema to it so i feel like it should feel more yeah. gym like it should be him glancing at pam it should be him it should be like, like smirk that he does smirking sometimes. a take it should be like him uh doing like prepping something with dwight or even just like more it could be him stirring coffee but him actively working yeah is not the is not the chef's kiss like that's what we want to see Jim doing. It should be a shot of him like kind of raising his eyebrows after somebody says something yeah. you know, that he's like, hmm, kind of thing. Now, so. I like that they're all basically in work mode. They're not typically in mockumentary mode except for these later. That shot of Dwight uh, heating up the handle yeah. feels like a true break because that's him looking down the barrel, him like recognizing that the crew is there. Now, it's so late. That you're like, yeah, they're so used to the crew yeah. now. They all play to the cameras, not just Jim. It is true. That's totally, an, it's an outlier though. It's yeah. the only time that they're really doing that. It's so, not, yeah. so I'm cool with the fact that he, this, the take to the camera might be too different, but I feel like him working, that's not Jim. Yeah. yeah. And that's also, you point out that it's not Jim. If you go back and watch the series, it's so weird. This is how shows are. The characters aren't developed early on. It's so weird to go back and watch that first season, even like the first like season and a half before. Yeah. Like Kevin doesn't talk like Kevin. Kelly is not the Kelly that we all like. Yeah, came to love. It's so weird to go back and watch them. But yeah, so that that's why some of these credits from the pilot, they're just like, uh, yeah, that's not them, yeah. right? Uh, my low light is a little bit strange, but it's my low light is the timing. You see B J Novak, and then. Two seconds later, you see him again. And like I said, it's it's the clip that I remember the most for whatever reason, him holding up that bag. But I, it's just like too close together. And I know they cut that out for some of the syndicated uh, versions. It just goes straight from him to the... Like it's, then it shows Pam and then it shows Michael. But that it's just too too much BJ Novak in three seconds for me. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's my low light. But it's All still right. fine. All right. Yeah, it's still fine. All right. Uh, oh, so now we do... And Jess, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but we do... 
are these credits better with a lion? Don't make a noise, Gary. I'm going to add a sound effect. Gary, stop. Gary's Gary's like it's like we're gonna have to change it to like are these credits better with like a sexual cat, <laughs> a sexual house cat? <laughs> yeah, it's are these credits better with the lion? Yeah. Question so in mark. our Adams family episode, there's they have a Many lion ago. just yeah. randomly roaming through the house, and we decided that the credits got more points on this podcast because of the lion. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, would these credits be better with the lion, and where would you put that lion? Okay. Like, I want to say yes, because it seems fun. But the reality is, nah. Oh, like, no. I feel like you put a- <laughs> Matt like, is going to go cry and the- listen to his song again. <laughs> what song was that, Gary? <laughs> the amount of times- I mean, we've been here for hours. <laughs> every time he goes, G-Money and I wait. Yeah, for 40 <laughs> minutes yeah, every time. There's a reset. <laughs> I think The Office ultimately is a great celebration of the banal in every day. And if you put an, a line in there, I mean- how literal are we getting? Like, I would take, uh, I would take like maybe Michael Scott instead of having um, uh, Dundee on his desk is adjusting a little line okay. figure. Okay, okay. And maybe like there's that. a runner about how you know Michael really feels like he is a lion. Like this is his pride. He does always see his office workers <laughs> as his family. I That's like true. going with this. So yeah. <laughs> if there was a lion figurine and it was an established thing that Michael Scott considers himself the Mufasa of the office, which I could see him saying, uh, then <laughs> totally. I totally like, absolutely better with the lion. Like Mufasa dies in the first yeah. ten minutes. It's all right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't finish it. It's yeah. Too sad. <laughs> so I've think, only seen Circle of Life. <laughs> so I think Jess came around and she is saying yes. Okay, better a with certain the kind of line. Yeah. It's yeah. better with a lion. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. Uh, too. I'm going to give it a hardcore yes, uh-huh. and uh, I'm going to say the lion would be sitting. Kind of like a cat, like a house cat on the reception desk next to Pam, like a, a sexual house cat. No, I didn't say sexual. <laughs> That's just the noise you make. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I said sitting like a house cat next to Pam, but a lion, an, a lion just casually hanging out next to the reception. Okay, desk. I casual like it. lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best kind of lion. Casual, lion. casual yeah. lion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think like an office worker line. Let's just toss him into the mix. Like a suit a and tie, like, yeah. like a, Am- real, <laughs> a real lion that is uh, anthropomorphic though. Yeah, Great. and is just working. Even maybe just in that scene behind B.J. Novak where everyone is in there. Maybe in like Stanley's spot, if you just see a lion in <laughs> like a tie and you're just like, no, that's t- taking notes. No one says anything. Yeah. yeah. That's great placement. Yeah. yeah that's that's actually great placement. Yeah. Okay. So you, I think he we all disturb consensus the, is better with the lion. He doesn't yeah. disturb the dullness of the office. No. It's a common thing. Yeah. Like yeah. there is always an office lion. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got one. By the way, did we ever reveal our idiocy about the lion thing? Did we ever do that? I don't think we ever have. No. So. In the Adams Family credits, we were, we were making fun of how a lion just all of a sudden is roaming through the house, and we were like, "What the hell is that lion doing there?" Turns out the lion was Wednesday's it's their uh, pet. pet. It's, their, it's their pet kitty. <laughs> and, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. we never knew that, and like it just was so random in the credits. But anyways, it's it's carried on, and better with the lion. Check for Check. one more, one yep. more show. So before we get to scoring these credits, I always have a few extra treats to play for. Usually Gary, occasionally a guest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't look into the treats at all. The treats are a surprise for everyone's, you and, everyone's and surprised. for me. And the socks, um, so many treats. Yeah, I know, right? Yep. And there's and biscuit is just yeah. He's and there's a great here biscuit here. Yeah. He's being a good and boy. The listeners, they bought me a kombucha. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there were donuts I could have had. There, were, there are a lot of treats involved in this podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. Max hooks it up. I will. I'll give you that. 
Yeah, Maybe basically that. what we're saying is uh, Steve Carell. Come be on, on this pod. Yeah. He's a great dog. Uh, yeah. And I have stray beers in the fridge, too. I bring my own beer, and there's Every, a few Lucy's in there. So Everyone loves a stray beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so this first clip I have for you guys is Creed Bratton, who is a musician. Um, That's right. He was in a band called Grassroots, I believe. Yes. Um, he d- he actually does the theme song for the Office Ladies podcast. Oh, amazing. oh, that's cool. Yeah. So he tours a lot, and he I think wrote, I know this. He wrote yeah, lyrics. Yeah, he wrote okay. some lyrics to about about the Office. So let's take a little him. listen to him playing here. Love Creed. <laughs> Started the top with Michael Scott, played by Steve Carell, and he's pretty swell. We got Rain Wilson, and he played true. He got militant in his mustard suit. <laughs> we love Jim, and which one's Pam, played by John Krasinski and Jenna Fishy. We moved to a county with Oscar, but he's not really gay, and Brian with his number Clevin and Angela Kinsey, who's three foot eleven. <laughs> That's good. That's great. I would see Creed. The which one's Pam drop was really great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Which yeah. one's Pam? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cousin joke to her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard that, uh, or maybe I read that. Either I think it was Rain Wilson helped him write some of those lyrics too, or one of one of somebody helped him. Maybe it was Jim. Look it up later. Fans, if you know, let me know. A fictional character helped him write? <laughs> no, idiot. The actor helped him write it. Like, they were working together. So this next one I have for you guys is a guy. His name is Williams Goldsmith. Williams. is his, Williams, okay. With an S at the end. Must be British. All right. Cool. Williams Goldsmith, <laughs> he's going to play the office theme uh, in 10 genres. We're not going to listen to all of them, but we'll listen to a few of them. Uh, again, these clips are all on creditscorepodcast.com. Oh, I see. That's pop. Punk. And punk. That one fits really well, actually. Yeah, that's great. Jazz. Oh, he's so talented. Rap trap. And reggae. And again, there's, a, there's a few more, and it's so worth watching all of them. It's so good. I, I want to go. I want to go to like uh, a Caribbean resort and listen to that radio version by yeah. the pool bar. Yeah. Ooh, awesome. sounds so nice. Yeah, that, that sounds awesome. Williams yeah. Goldsmith, you're a talent. Yeah. How many views does it have? I need some more. Forty-seven thousand or four hundred seventy-seven thousand. Oh yeah, 000? there we go. Yeah. Okay, good. Out of way. I like it. Let's get it up there. Even that more. was really good. It's that really was one good. Of, that was one of my favorite treats you've given me in a while. That was good. So this next one is just an, a remix. It's a guy. He's dressed like Jim in the Hole Punch uh, Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's actually playing a keyboard in the office. And it kind of looks uh, very much like that office. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a trick. kind of dressed like people in the office i think yeah that was, uh, a, was a girl just like pam that was a smooth trick they did there yeah as soon as the music started playing somebody opened the door and then all the office workers behind them came out and danced where did you hear this version hmm. the club 
in the club. I love, I love, yeah. I love hit, uh, hearing the office theme in yeah. the club. It's yeah. my favorite. Gets me going. Yeah. I love the drop. Yep. Right when the bottle service hits, that's when they that one that comes on. Yeah. When they, they prayed out the girls with the champagne uh, sparklers. Yeah, yeah. You know what's Love funny? Uh, something, something that I read was that Billie Eilish used the Office theme to open her shows, at least early on. Oh, really? Yeah, because she's a huge fan of the Office, and she even sampled, you know, the Michael Scarn dance from his movie <laughs> yeah. that they actually do. Yeah, she samples that in her song "My Strange Addiction." Huh. And the reason she gave for that is because she said her strange addiction is The Office. Okay. That's good for, okay, a, young, for but, a young pop star to but be addicted no, to The Office. No, I don't know. Hang on. I've got a question. Is that a strange addiction? Aren't we all addicted to The Office? And I think the show, My Strange Addiction on TLC, is like people <laughs> that are like marrying like, cars. Yeah, and yeah. like or, eat toilet paper. Yeah, and they, they eat like, foam yeah. out of their couch. Right. Uh, those I, are strange addictions. I think it's a little strange for an 18-year-old to have that addiction. But it's having such a... Research, this and friends yeah, are just of Netflix, true. yeah true yeah like yeah people are just finding Listen, watching she, it. her pr her publicist probably told her to say that all right it's it's no good. one tells billy what to say that's yeah. good point too <laughs> they <laughs> might tell phineas what to say but they no one tells billy what to say <laughs> just like jay ferg oh yeah no one tells jay jay i'm putting together my dream scrantonicity and it's billy eilish and phineas <laughs> and jay ferguson and myself i'm melodica <laughs> that's pretty good Oh yeah, we can, sell out. we can get you four together. I think we can we can work that out. G money, you are not invited. Ah, uh, G money is the hype man. All right, all right. So I've got one more for you, and it is the sad emotional version of The Office. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I want to hear this. It's, it's so funny because ha- the the picture they use for this is a very serious looking photo of. Um, I've never seen this photo before, actually. Yeah, of of like the five leads, and they're all dressed in like black, dark like Reservoir Dog style. Yeah. 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 It's almost like if it was just a completely different show on CW drama. Yeah. It makes me so sad. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's worse than the Friday Night Lights theme song for me. Like that, <laughs> that's a I tear trigger. Like, yeah. yeah. I just need moments alone listening to but that. But you know what it does remind me of? When we did the King of Queens episode many episodes ago, when they slowed it down, it was like it would be played at Kevin James's funeral. Right. That would that's be, what it like, <laughs> would be yeah. played at, at when, Rain Wilson's funeral yeah, or whoever we, dies when we first. Lose someone. Yeah. yeah. And God everyone's, forbid, just, everyone's just sitting there and just like, is that the <laughs> office theme? My, you really did that? My little sister-in-law, as in she's younger than me, I don't, she's not shorter than me, um, but uh, um, she got married a year ago and they walked down the, out the aisle. You know, the outro, yeah. The outro was the theme song. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Great. That's great. Uh, I walked out when I graduated from, from high school to that song. <laughs> Liar. No. We all know it was song song. <laughs> Whatever you said earlier. <laughs> thong Song and, and Mambo, Mambo Number yeah, that, 5. That was it, in sorry. with Thong Song, yeah. out with Mambo Number 5. It's a That's a good way to very go. Very serious high yeah. school. <laughs> All, All right. right. You, so, went to a, you went to a boarding prep school, right? <laughs> yes, that was it. Yes. <laughs> Andover? <laughs> All right. So this is the final part of the podcast. Our We've podcast is called Credit Score. We score, we score credits. We blew Zach's mind when he was on here that credit score was a pun. 
What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. How did he not yeah. know that? Yeah, he came here with like his accountant. He was hoping to get his finances taken <laughs> yeah. care of, but that's not what we do here. <laughs> He's like, I got a real problem with my, my 720 here. Sir. Despite, despite <laughs> Gary's love for adding machines, we don't care about your credit score. We want to score these credits. We score on a key grip scale. Because you find key grips in credits. Gary and I don't know what key grips are. We don't want to know what they are. Great. We use them for scoring. Great. Uh, no disrespect to key grips. We love key grips. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, one of a kind. Scale of one to 10, what would you give these opening credits? Uh, yeah. They, let's, let's go with Jess first, our guest. Okay. So, song, the song is so incredible. And then I think the shots are good. Like, not, I don't, I don't know what else I would want it to be. I feel like, obviously, I want to reflect on what the show was, but if I want to also just take the credits alone, oh, man, it's a nine. The only thing I'd say is, like, once it gets into just pulling clips from the episode, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've seen it, and I know what that is. And like I said, that's not an iconic gym moment. But the actual shots of Scranton, uh, the the pacing of it, the fact that I feel like it does really set up the tone of the show, and the song itself is great. So I think just a couple little, like, if it was slightly, just to leave some meat on the bone, I'd say it'd have to be, like, slightly more wildly inventive to be a 10. It'd have to better introduce me to Jim. Uh, there's too much BG, BJ Nova for Gary. <laughs> yeah. um, I think there is a little bit not enough of all the characters because I don't feel, I feel like it's, like, Jim, Pam, Michael, Dwight, and then I feel like the rest of those characters are on more even footing than this makes it seem to be. Um, uh, so I'm gonna give just for those reasons a nine and not, instead of a perfect ten. I uh, I honestly can't really argue with any of that because that's exactly how I feel. The song and the intro are so good and get, make you so happy and excited that it's perfect. And then this the it it does it encapsulates the show. But like you said, there's just a couple little tiny tweets. They do address the side characters in later seasons where they bring them right. in for some shots and stuff. But uh, and then just some of the little, just little things could be a little bit better. I mean, it, it's a classic trope for sitcoms to just use clips from seasons past. Whatever, that's fine. But for the same reason, like you say, it's just not quite a ten. But I'm gonna give it a nine point five because I just like it a little bit more, and I just Fair. love it. I love it so much. So Fair. I'm I'm a nine point five. Okay, nine point five key grips. That is. I don't. Yeah, wanna... sorry, nine key grips. Nine key <laughs> grips. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we there. know. Yeah. yeah. I want to be on both of your sides, so I'm going to go with a 9.25. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if we've uh, ever had a, a, a yeah. quarter before. Um, because I, I think you guys both brought up good points about it. Uh, you know what's interesting? I said I haven't watched the entire series. Apparently, the finale, the final opening credits, has a lot more cast photos, and the entire cast gets their name in the credits rather than like when the, at the start got of the show it, as it's it. playing. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, that's kind they, of They must have known we were missing. rating on a key drip scale one to 10, and they were like, you know what? We got to throw all the we names up for this. Yeah. More. I want to bring Max from a 9 to a 9.25. Uh -huh. So let's put the names in the finale, mm -hmm. and Max will come up a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I was very close to giving it a ten, and I, but you know that I'm pretty stingy with my tens, so mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. But uh, that actually makes it pretty easy, though. Yeah, but, I feel like it just to get to deserve ten key yeah. grips, yeah. you have to be so singular. I feel like the song is like if it was just an audio component, I'd be like, that's one of the best totally songs ever written for an, for a credit, definitely. But I think combining with the visuals, there's just a little. There's just they slightly a shy of a little being bit more like, to be desired. Yeah, a yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. Tiny the, bit. Circling with the highlighter loses some points for me too. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Krasinski, we're coming yeah. for you, bro. Yeah, that, that, that's ridiculous. Show um, us an early cut of Quiet Place Two if you want to quiet us down. 
I would love to see an early cut of Quiet Place too. I want to watch it in my home. I'm too scared. <laughs> um, so I didn't even need an adding machine for this because you made it easy. Because all of us combined with my 9.5, 9.25, final credit score score for the office opening credits, 9.25 key drips. Beautiful. First beautiful time square. we've ever had yeah. a 2.5, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, sure. our first. I could be right. I say that all yeah. the time, though, where it's the first time and I'm wrong. So. Yeah. Either way. Um, so there we go. We've done it, everybody. I feel yeah. great. We've we done it. it. The uh, office is uh, officially, uh, it's 5 o'clock. Time to punch out. Time to go to poor Richards. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was trying to think of what it was called. Stanley is out of here. He's already gone. He's already yeah, gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, office lion mm, went with him. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, yeah. Jess, other than uh, off book, where can people find you if they want to follow you? Yeah, I'd say um, I'm on Instagram as Jess, Jess McKenna. Um, my, my Twitter feed's pretty boring, so I'm not even going to shout it out. It's... Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's fair. And uh, yeah, if you go to, uh, yeah, listen to Off Book, the improvised musical podcast, Zach and I and a guest in an in-house family band improvise um, brand new musicals. And also we have our own website, thezachandthejess.com, where you can like see if we're doing live shows of Off Book or find out about our album or, you know, it's a website you can look at. Nice. I spent a lot of time on there. Hey, thanks. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just perusing the, yeah, the, just pictures the, of the you four guys. tabs. It's, yeah. it's my homepage. Oh, yeah. good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, it's my homepage. Uh, you I just, wait, hang uh, on. I just want to also mention that I think people should listen to you on Podcast The Ride. Oh, yeah. You, you Thank you. We're on a great episode. It was the Harry Potter. The Wizarding World um, for the Universal Hollywood location. Um, right. Yeah, that's a great podcast, Podcast The Ride. They're great. Um, what I'm a, a great show. I'm a park nerd. And yeah, it's, same. It's a lot of fun, so. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for letting me have you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a wonderful place you got here. <laughs> wonderful place. Uh, Max, where can everybody find you? On uh, you can follow me on Instagram, ruin underscore my underscore week, mm-hmm. or on Twitter, ruin my week. Uh, you can follow us on Credit Score Podcast on Instagram and Credit Score on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um, you can you, uh, you can Dudak Attack on Twitter, GC Dudak on Instagram. If you want to see pictures of my baby, my toddler, and uh, I, I don't know if anybody, know, I'm in a cover band too called the Del Rays. You might have uh, mentioned that once or twice. Do, we play in Playa Del Rey and Marina Del Rey, uh, kind of pretty big time stuff in the area. So check us out too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Do you have any uh, melodica in there? Uh, no, we need to add that. Yeah, for sure. And get on that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that, that'd be something new for me to try out. Yeah. I, I would love to. I've been inspired now. So, yeah. Other yeah. than that, please, uh, if you enjoyed listening, leave us some reviews. It helps us out a lot. And uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, we've got, uh, I think, we, the got old, some, we, we, we said, we, we teased this, where you've got the oldest movie ever we've done so far coming yeah. up next. Yeah. With a special guest. <laughs> All right. Take us out, sad office. Static, you sad office. <laughs> Even sadder. <laughs> <laughs>